This is day three of Love Focus Challenge. It is my hope and prayer that the last two days have been fruitful for both of you. You and your spouse, you've sat together, you've detoxified, you've celebrated each other, you've revised your bricks of love, you have explored the good that is in both of you and that you are constantly now from today henceforth like you're working on your relationship to make it better consciously. Today we are going to look at how to grow from just having the good bricks that is the celebration of each other and appreciating each other, having cleared of all the toxins, if possible, if most of all, if not all of them. And now we're going to see at how we can move on, draw our graph upwards towards the extreme, excellent, romantic, thriving relationship that we all dream about. So we're going to look at love languages. Most people think that love languages are just the same, like men think love languages as lovemaking and hugging and doing what they're supposed to do, while women think that love language is simply an emotional journey, that sometimes you feel you're in love and sometimes you're not. No, love languages are actually a verb. They're they involve a lot of action. They say that there are five love languages and of the five, only one of them is actually vocalized. The other four are action-oriented. So here is the word. We'll start first of all by what the author of five love languages says. We assume others show love the same way we do. And if they don't, we worry it's not there. And how true is that? That we think or we judge other people by our own perception or our own history of love. If they don't do what we expect them to do, then we assume that they do not love us. And this is reciprocated both ways, both in the husband and the wife, we all have totally different standards. Most of our inadequacies of love expression come from this viewpoint judging others using the glasses, the limited self-centered glasses that we wear every day. According to Gary Chapman, the author of five love languages, there are five love languages. One, which is the only vocalization, is words of affirmation. And these words of affirmation, we have sort of covered it in the last day's work, that is day two where we were talking about celebrating and appreciation. We have covered it partly, but let's look at number two, acts of service, action. It involves action. Receiving gifts, which I would also like to add, giving gifts, action. Quality time, action. Physical touch, action. While there's a universal language of love, each individual has their own personalized interpretation of love. Some of us like expression of love by touch and hugs and kisses or by pampering, while some of us believe that a verbal expression is sufficient. Others believe love must be accompanied by some defined action or gift or activities. You have heard people say, if you love me, do this to me or do this for me. Those are people who have a defined or a different perception of love as opposed to their spouses. My question to you is, what is your love language? 
And how do you interpret the expression of love from your spouse? And the second question is this. Does your spouse understand your love language and interprets it or them as you intended her to or him to? For there to be an efficient flow of love language between two of you, these two questions need to be answered affirmatively. That is, your language of love is clear, it's interpreted well, and your spouse understands you and acts according to how you would like to be loved. So there has to be two ways. This means that you are understanding and expressing and commuting, communicating with each other as you should. This means also that you are soulmates and you can understand each other even without saying a word. Your souls connect beyond words. They connect in action, in feelings, and you both know when your spouse is on another dimension of feeling something without her or him telling you. Note that you do not have to speak the same love language, but understanding, interpreting, and expressing it to each other in a language that is understandable to both of you is the fundamental thing. My husband and I, we have different language expectations and interpretations. We constantly work at trying to make that ideal moment or ideal situation where we both talk the same language and understand each other. This is every couple's dream, to have a spouse who is your soulmate. It is important to know that every couple that grows old as one has been working on understanding each other's language. And when they do, the love sparks never die. Today is your day to start creating that spark. If you do not have it yet, or if you dropped it somewhere along this relationship struggles, remember love is like two containers, each with contents emptied from one container to the other until a homogeneous mixture is made. Here are some of my examples. I was brought up in a family where positivity was almost non-existent and I, I, I craved, I desired affirmations. And as I grew older, that desire became so deep. I noticed when that affirmation lacked even from my friends or from my spouse because I crave it. I have developed self-affirmations over time to help avoid that craving and praise addiction. But this is something that I have to live with because some of the scars in my life, I cannot heal. The past is past, but I love today that I have grown to be a person who is also generous in giving love words of affirmations to others. By a heavenly blessing, I met a spouse who is now my husband, who is generous totally generous with words of affirmation of affirmation he even taught me he's the one who has taught me how to be generous with words of affirmation and he tells me every day as we wake up how he loves me and because i have grown to learn to reciprocate i do the same he knows and understands my love language the touch the cuddle the foot rub the back rub and i also do the same I know he loves massages, so when he comes home tired after a long day's work, I happily give him the love massage. He loves it. After a disagreement, which usually happens in every couple's life, I love cuddles to calm me down. And he generously cuddles me and kisses me and we hug. And that brings an end to our disagreements. We can sit on a couch, like on a love couch, or even in the living room somewhere, just cuddling, holding, not saying words, just the language of touch. He knows I don't like doing dishes. But guess what he does? He wakes up in the morning if we didn't do the dishes last night 
and he washes them. Every time he sees their dishes on the sink, he may load the dishwasher or he washes them. That is the love language, action, acts of service. And without even saying a word, he knows what I like and what I don't like. He goes ahead and covers it up for me. I know what he likes. I know what he doesn't like and I cover it for him too. If you have no clue where to start in your relationship about love languages, here are some questions you can bounce off your spouse and make sure to listen carefully to the responses. Here are some of them. Honey, if you are me, how would you like me to love you? Do you like it when I hold your hand or kiss you in public? What would you like me to do to make you feel more at ease with me? What is your ideal peace time like? How often would you like to have some me time? When you are stressed and tired, how would you like me to help you unwind and relax? When you are mad at me, and you feel like I'm not helping the situation. Is it okay if I gave you some time alone? What do you feel about us having dinner date once a week? Or a movie night once a fortnight? How would you like me to be talking with you? What would you like me to help you with today? You seem overwhelmed, dear. Do you need a helping hand? I love it when you hold me by the waistline, when you hold me by the back or by the hand. How about you? How do you love romantic poetry and love notes? I adore your cuisine, but how would you like me to be cooking some days of the week so that you can also take a break? Make some more of such questions of your own, depending on your desires and on your own love language. Like I said, everyone is unique and we all have different desires and drives. As you make that list, please take the time to listen carefully to the feedback you get because that is your spouse's love language. I hope you will be able to do more of this. So I have attached these questions on a questionnaire and some more. Please be sure to share with your spouse and listen carefully to the feedback because that is your spouse's love language. We all are unique and even if I have given you these questions, there's bound to be some differences please feel free to modify, to add, to delete, so that it, it represents what you believe in as a couple. And we shall continue with love languages tomorrow, and we shall be focusing more on the non-verbal communication. Notice that today we talked about questions of how to do, what to do, but this one will give you suggestions as to how to make use of non-verbal communications to deepen your relationship between each other. And until tomorrow, day for our focus challenge when we shall be covering nonverbal communication. This is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all. And do not forget the conversation continues on Facebook at Love Unlimited with Helen. And also, if you'd like to talk to me or write me a note, please don't hesitate to do it at hello at guruhelen.com or Twitter at guruhelen.com and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Goodbye.